Welcome to the Chaos and Order podcast. I'm Matthew, and I want to help you exist in the chaos of our world. I believe in freedom and responsibility. I realize we are often responsible for most of the chaos in our lives. So let's cut some chaos and add order where we can. However, change and growth will take work and add chaos. And that's why I'm here to help. Yes, I am on a personal development journey, rooted in philosophy, and I want to share some knowledge with you. Quick disclaimer, I am not your therapist. I have one, we should all have one, and I can recommend one to you if you'd like, but this is not a replacement for professional counseling. So stick around and discover, I am just as likely to be goofy as I am professional, and almost always entertaining. This episode and the next couple are also coming to us based on that conversation that I had with Flying Lion a couple weeks ago, and one of the topics that he suggested is, what's the difference between good and bad and good and evil? And it's, of course, been on my list to do things like talk about some of the stuff we cover in my ethics classes. And so let me, in part, answer this question now and again a couple weeks when we wrap up this segment. Ethics really comes down to three questions or three words. Good, right, and ought. This week we're going to cover good with my main man Aristotle. Next week I'll probably combine John Stuart Mill and his book Utilitarianism talking about what is right or really, as we could say, what is right in this situation. And we'll also cover Kant and his deontological system of what you ought to do. These phrases, good, right, and ought, are really vastly different systems of ethics and terms that we use interchangeably and probably shouldn't. Friedrich Nietzsche points out, there's good and bad and good and evil, and while good might be the same, bad and evil are not the same. So fly in line, let me answer your question real quick. In short, to have any concept of evil, it demands a religion, a god, a deity, or goddess of some kind, to have the opposite of good be evil. So, for example, it might be bad to eat a diet consisting entirely of chicken wings, Chinese food, gummy bears, zebra cakes, and Twizzlers, but it's probably not evil. But we'll dive into that more here in a few weeks. Today, I really want to get into virtue ethics and Aristotle's book, Nicomachean Ethics. Virtue ethics is really Greek ethics. We can see all the stuff that Plato and Aristotle talked about before them with the pre-Socratic philosophers. And these were just the philosophers, most of whom were Greek, but not all of them, who were before Socrates, pre-Socratic. Plato certainly built on their work. And then Aristotle studied under Plato for 19 years. And Aristotle really is the main Greek philosopher. So what is virtue ethics all about? It's about developing a virtuous character. And this is why it's the perfect thing to talk about on this podcast, because it's what I've been trying to get you to do with almost every other episode that we've had. You remember with episode two, we talked about some of Aristotle's ethics, because he's the one that gave us that phrase, eudaimonia, a permanent good spirit, or blessed. And that's really been the highlight of everything that I'm aiming to achieve and what I want you to experience sometime in your life. So I'm only going to summarize some of the stuff that we talked about there and really dive deeper into Aristotle's main ideas on virtue ethics. He literally opens up his book, Nicomachean Ethics, with this sentence, Every art, every inquiry, every scientific investigation, and every pursuit is thought to aim at some good, and therefore the good has rightly been declared that at which all things aim. And so that's our definition of good, at least from Aristotle, that at which all things aim. But let's break this down. He says, every art, every inquiry or question, every scientific investigation, and every pursuit is thought to aim at some good. What he's saying is really everything that you have ever done is thought to aim at some good. 
and so the good has rightly been declared that at which all things aim. Think about it. Why did you tie your shoe this morning? Because you thought it would be good to not trip over your shoelace and fall down in front of that cutie at the office or school. Why did you brush your teeth this morning? Because you think it's good to not support your local dentist with thousands of extra dollars paying them to drill on your skull. Why did you pay your taxes? Because you thought it would be good to not go to prison for tax evasion or to have the IRS dig into your life in any unnecessary way. Why do you drive the speed limit? Because you think it would be good to not get a ticket. Now, without getting too dark, why do people use drugs? Because they think it would be good to numb the pain, numb the feelings that they don't want to feel. They think it would be good to uh, maybe overindulge and black out on whatever the crap is going wrong in their life. They still did it thinking that it aims at some good. And so the good has rightly been declared that at which all things aim. Let's talk about this term aim. The Greek term is telos, and it could be translated as end, the end result. Aim, the thing you're aiming at. Goal, hell we know goals on this podcast. Or purpose. And we've talked a lot about purpose as well. So the good is that at which all things aim. Now a critical part of Aristotle's ethics that I think is often overlooked is how he believes we intentionally act. We're not like bees. We're not like ants. Ants and bees behave. They're herd animals, or insects, and they behave in a way to protect their queen, keep the colony alive. Human beings intentionally act, and he wants us to remember this unique ability of human beings to always be acting on purpose. And there we're back to that term telos again, purpose. We've already talked about this as well, remember? Aristotle's phrase, or purpose of a human being, is to realize your capacities as a rational animal and to live a life of virtue in accordance with reason. Now, we all do this a different way. I, as a teacher, life coach, podcast host, I realize my capacities or potential as a human being doing these things. An accountant might do it differently, not standing in front of a class, but sitting in their office, doing math, reading the laws, double-checking people's books. They or I could be doing a thousand or million other things But really what we are doing is something that we hopefully find fulfillment or even passion in doing. A parent, let's say a mother, may realize their capacities as a rational animal, mammal, living a life of virtue in accordance with reason by raising their kids, teaching them right from wrong, instilling their values in them, and obviously everything else. Protecting them, feeding them, providing for them, helping them, whatever. So we all subjectively fulfill our telos in different ways with the same objective goal of eudaimonia, having that permanent good spirit or being blessed, which is so much deeper than being happy. Happy is temporary. Wee, you're on the roller coaster. Yay, that's fun for 30 seconds. Looking at the root word for happy, we can see this. Perhaps, happenstance, luck, right? So eudaimonia means blessed. And you're only going to get this by fulfilling your purpose. Now, what I really want to dive into here, and stuff I did not tell you in the second episode, is I want to talk about Aristotle's moral and intellectual virtues. The intellectual virtues are wisdom, courage, moderation, and prudence. We know wisdom. We know courage. Some of us know moderation. And so I really want to focus on prudence, because prudence, Aristotle says, is the chief intellectual virtue the most important intellectual virtue. And today, most people cannot even define the term. 
Maybe you've already thought of a prude. With the obvious same root word as prudence, today we use this in a derogatory fashion, mocking someone who won't put out. But prudence is so much richer than that. I only highlight that to say how far we have fallen from Aristotle's time, where the chief intellectual virtue fell into something that we make fun of people for doing. So what is prudence? Prudence is knowing and doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason. That's a summary or abbreviation of what Aristotle actually said, but it's a good catchphrase for virtue ethics in my class, know and do the right thing at the right time for the right reason. What he actually said is, anyone can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry at the right person, at the right time, in the right amount, and to the right degree, that is not easy and not in everybody's power to do, and we should commend that person. Aristotle says there is a righteous anger. And I agree, there is some stuff that goes on in this world that I think ought to boil our blood. But knowing when and where and how much anger to direct at the right person is what separates us from being virtuous or vicious. Let me give you an example. Knowing that I'm six foot six and 294 pounds, suppose I'm coming out of Walmart and I see a little old lady getting mugged. Some jack wagon's got a knife and trying to steal her purse. If I go hop in my truck, call 911, and then start videoing for evidence, I would be a coward. I am not telling you how to respond to this situation. I'm just giving you a hypothetical example to prove Aristotle's point. So don't go getting stabbed in Walmart parking lot for some little lady's purse. But if a guy my size doesn't at least puff up my chest, walk towards that guy screaming to intimidate him and scare him off, I'm a coward. Now suppose you're four foot eleven and three quarters, have no military training, no kung fu skills, hate knives, and in general are just a peaceful person. If you hop in your car, call 911, and start filming to gather evidence for the police, you have probably done everything in your power in this situation to help that little old lady. So you must know and do the right thing at the right time for the right reason. And all this is based on who you are, what your training is, what your knowledge might be, what skills you might have, or maybe if you're alone or in a group. Suppose there's five or six of you coming out of Walmart and you see this. Maybe that would change how you would respond in this situation. So in talking about prudence here, what I've actually done is switched from the intellectual virtues to the moral virtues. The moral virtues are all about Aristotle's mean, the mean between two extremes, an extreme of excess and deficiency. And Aristotle brilliantly points out that every virtue is surrounded by two vices, the vice of excess and deficiency, or defect, of the same virtue. And so how much of the virtue you demonstrate, at the right time for the right reason, defines you and your character as either virtuous or vicious? So if in the Walmart parking lot example, I puff up my chest, I start screaming, really kind of growling in a deep voice to scare off the mugger, and he runs for his life like the bitch that he is for mugging a little old lady, trying to steal her bingo daubers and shit, then I am virtuous because I demonstrated the right amount of anger or courage at the right time for the right reason. Now suppose I'm feeling all proud of myself for saving the day, literally saving a damsel in distress. So I go across the street to Outback or Applebee's or whatever the hell, and I order a steak with fries. I'm the hero of the day, so screw the diet. Give me a lemonade. And you know, I really want some ranch dressing for those fries. I'm here to celebrate. My meal comes out. The steak's perfectly cooked. My fries are crispy, seasoned correctly, according to Gordon Ramsay's standards. 
but the waiter or waitress forgot my ranch dressing. And so I kindly point out, hey, um, can I get that ranch dressing too, please? They apologize, say sorry, run to get it. Couple minutes later, steak's half gone, half the fries are gone, they're getting cold, and I still don't have my ranch. And I see the waiter or waitress come out with somebody else's food, refilling drinks. And so again, I kind of politely say, ma'am, sir, ranch dressing? Oh, so sorry, let me go get that. Couple minutes goes by again, and I remember the Walmart parking lot. My fries are now cold. This is a horrible injustice that I am suffering here, similar to the little old lady in Walmart parking lot. And so since my response in Walmart parking lot worked so well, I stand up, puff up my chest, and start screaming in that low, gravelly voice, Ma'am, my ranch dressing! And I start walking towards her, all intimidating-like. There I have responded with an excess of courage, which would normally be a virtue, but now has become vicious. I've gone from a courageous hero to an asshole. So what about the defect? Well, that would be me in Walmart parking lot, hopping in my truck, turning it on, putting in drive, then dialing 911, and driving away without even stopping to snap videos or picture so the police can really catch the guy. Too little courage at the wrong time for the wrong reason. And again, that's vicious. I left that little old lady there to possibly get stabbed by a jack wagon in Walmart parking lot. So virtue ethics is all about knowing and doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason, habitually, over your lifetime, to develop this virtuous character. When you do this, you become blessed by fulfilling your purpose. Let's look at a few more, because Aristotle goes through dozens of situations when talking about his formula of the mean between two extremes, or the moral virtues. He talks about spending your money. Spend the right amount at the right time for the right reason. Let's just say, paying all your bills on time, saving some for a rainy day, and sharing some with those in need around you. This would be the virtuous way to spend your money. Well, if you spend an excess of money, blowing it on stupid crap, well, you might be able to pay your bills on time, but you're not going to save some for a rainy day, and you sure as hell ain't going to have anything left to share with those in need around you, like your family members. What if you spend too little money? Well, you're Scrooge McDuck. You're hoarding your money. You pay all your bills on time, you save too much, and you don't even share some with your little duckling nephews, I think they were. What about wit? Aristotle would say, tell the right joke at the right time for the right reason. And this is going to be completely different based on what situation you're in and who's around you. If you're at a social event with people and you're standing against the wall, not interacting, not talking, making people think you're probably a serial killer, you're telling too few jokes at the wrong time, really for no reason. But there might be some cases where not telling any jokes is the virtuous amount, like at a big meeting at the office. But in a small meeting at the office, you probably ought to say at least something to let them know you're engaged, paying attention, and a part of the team. So tell the right joke at the right time for the right reason. So when your boss says there's no I in team, go ahead and crack an appropriate joke. Probably not Jim Norton's. Yeah, but there's two in syphilis. But if you only tell one joke when you're out with your friends, that's too little. That's a defect of jokes. But the syphilis joke would probably kill with them. Now, while you're hanging out with them, you tell five or six jokes. That's the mean. That's the right amount at the right time for the right reason. But if you tell five or six jokes at the small meeting with your boss, 
You're a clown. You're a buffoon. You're that guy. So you must have the wisdom to know when and where to do what and how much. Aristotle goes through everything from how much to eat to how much affection to show in public versus at home. And when you practice this for a lifetime, you develop a virtuous character and can live a blessed life. And that's really what I want for you. To reach your potential as a human being, realizing your capacities as a rational animal, and of course living a life of virtue in accordance with reason. But I want you to feel blessed, not necessarily in the religious sense, but having that permanent good spirit. And I'll tell you why. Because you can be blessed on the worst day of your life. You're not going to be happy. If y'all want more on Aristotle, just let me know. Reach out to me. But I hope you see the utter simplicity and brilliantness of Aristotle's book, Nicomachean Ethics, which, by the way, ends with all that friendship stuff we talked about in the Boundaries episode. But his down-to-earth wisdom has obviously survived for over 2,300 years, and I think it can improve your life, too. So until next time, my friends, make wise choices by bringing some order to your life where you can, by living that intentional life, fulfilling your purpose or telos as a human being, and knowing and doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason, and bring some chaos into your life. What do you need? In this case, let me say, being more mindful of your actions and surroundings, and reflect upon the situations of your day, and if you responded with that virtuous mean, or did you slip into a slight state of viciousness? Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with something discussed today and want to bring more order to your mind or life, message me, and we can even set up a Zoom console. I am here for all of you in whatever way you may need. But if you are in education and want some help navigating that chaos, hit me up for sure. Everyone, please take a second to leave a review on whatever platform you are listening. This is very important to me and critical for new podcasts. On Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, I am Chaos and Order Coach. So please follow me, thump that heart react, and share all the posts with your loved ones. Help me grow this community for real. Think of it as our podcast. Tell me what topics you want to discuss, and I will gladly work up an episode for you. Until next time, make wise choices.